We wish to acknowledge the Aboriginal people as the traditional owners of this land and we pay our respects to Elders past and present. Warning, this podcast contains sexually explicit material and is a safe space for all individuals to freely express themselves. Any information or advice provided comes from our own experiences and in no means should be taken as professional advice. We respect each individual and have zero tolerance for any rude or unsolicited behaviour. Hey, my name's Lavinia. This is my podcast. There are lots of friends I do this podcast with. Project Sweet Loud Untamed Tarts, or better known as Project The show that educates and entertains all things sex in an inclusive and positive way. Let's put power back into being a slut and fight back slut shaming. Get into it. Uh, pardon. And I actually <laughs> had recorded that. <laughs> Love it. Love it. It's like our new intro. <laughs> Just me burping. Pardon. Yeah, pretty much. Your sip. Mmm. Delicious mm. almond titty milk. Yes. So I recorded episode one with you and I was so hyped and it took us so long to do that. (laughs) And then with consultation with a few other people, I was like, nah, fuck it. We're just going to, I'm so, I miss recording and just being able to like put out apps. Yeah. And it just takes too long to curate video. So we're going back into, back into audio. You can just enjoy my ASMR. ASMR. How are you today, Luna? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Oh, I'm fantastic. I mean, it's a... What day is it today? It's a Thursday. Oh, it's hump day. Oh, it's a Wednesday. I was like, it's Thursday. No, It's it's a hump day. (laughs) That's where my brain's at. Oh, fuck. If it was Thursday, I'd be way behind my schedule for this week. (laughs) Which I always am, but it's fine. Same. Okay, so before we start, obviously you've seen the show and you know I like to put things in people's mouths yes and now do you understand why I asked you to bring me a blindfold probably yes yep okay your face (laughs) I'm like what are you doing to me oh this is this is why we miss the video apps now because like now you did not see her reaction to her being absolutely traumatized (laughs) by this so I used to do we used to do lives on uh instagram but then the lives were shit because they would never save so you'd have to automatically post them and like sometimes we don't want to post them automatically sometimes you just want them to be there just yeah exactly uh so we're going with today (laughs) i uh i made a little vlog of me buying today's i don't know what to call it thing Taste test thing, <laughs> which in a, which I we used to call Montana's munchies, but because she's not here to do it, I'm gonna call it sexy snacks Ooh. because I love sex and I love snacks and sex, snacks are sexy. Same. Turn me on, love I'm it. right there with you. I'm yep. like especially snacks after sex, post sex snacks. Oh, we we you know what we need well, that could be a whole topic on its own. Yes, not even just like post sex snacks, but. The fact that I don't, but I'm sure you would enjoy your post-sex vape. Oh, yeah. 100%. But we will touch on that later <laughs> because this is a topic. So okay. here you go. Uh, the lovely uh, – your roommate gave you this. Yes. 
Yes, they did. And um, okay, can you can you see? I can't. Okay, see it. so thing. I got a, I got a snack today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so like, excuse me. Normally, I'm the one putting blindfolds on people. Yeah, this is just not. <laughs> so I've already showed the audience this. So mm-hmm. it is um, it's a it's a flavor of chip. The little okay. goat. So you don't have to guess that. However, this is a limited edition flavor. Wait, so I have to guess the flavor yeah, of chip? Yeah, I'd love you to guess the flavor oh, of it. Oh, okay. I'll because try. Because obviously I don't want to give you something bad. Like I want to, I want this to be sexy snacks. Sexy so, snacks. Okay. By the way, we are not sponsored by this brand. <laughs> this, is, this, 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 came, this decision came from me being cheap at the petrol station. <laughs> I love it. All right. Okay. Now, what you have to know about this flavor mm-hmm. is that it's in collaboration with a very popular takeout food store. Okay. So this brand of chip collabed with like, it's like if they did like a collab with Bunnings. It's right, not Bunnings, okay. but like <laughs> it's, it's like Bunnings. that. It's iconic. Okay. All right. Iconic. So I'm going to put this in your hand. Okay. Right here. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Wait. So I'm like, I'm, I was like, I thought you were going to feed I me the to, chip. I want to, but then like, I feel like it's okay for you just to snack on these yourself. Like give, like, I'd really like you to. It really is ASMR now. Can you describe what it tastes like? Because I feel like I don't actually know what it tastes like. I'm going to try it to myself. It tastes like the barbecue chips, like the Samboy barbecue chips. But then also, it doesn't. It's really weird. Oh, my God. It actually does taste like the Samboy barbecue mm-hmm. chips. You know what? Good like, theory that they just, like, rebrand flavors in different collabs. Right? They're just like, mm, no one's going to know. I'm like, but they will know. I'll give you $10 if you could even guess what store they collabed with slash even what flavor that is. I feel like this is going to be like something stupid, like cheeseburger chips or something. Yeah, but it's like with a brand. So could you guess the brand? You're <laughs> like, I'm having another one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is All right, like- I'll go real quick. Okay, because I'm like, is it McDonald's? I feel like those are just like the standard go-to. They're going to collab with people kind of brand. It's a healthier takeout. A healthier takeout? Is it like GYG? Oh, you're kind of close. Zambreros? Mm, No. Getting there. Getting there. Is it like Mexican fast food? No. Okay. Not Mexican. Hmm. <laughs> so we can so we can get this sorted because this is actually so funny. I think once you know what it is, you're gonna be like, how the fuck what what the fuck flavor is this? Like, how did I not guess this? Okay. <laughs> it's one of the colours in it is green. What? One of the colours in it is green. I'm like, I'm gonna know that. <laughs> I don't know, I'm like, I could be like Taco Bell. Is it one of those? That's not Taco really Bell is purple, not... so that was terrible. I that don't was know. Terrible I told guess. you I don't know these things. Um... Welcome to our <laughs> eating chip channel, everybody. Um, this is this is. She's not winning the ten dollars here for guessing this flavor anytime mm. soon. So we'll show you the flavor. Move your thumb for a sec. Yeah. Okay. Excuse me. Rude. I'm yeah. gonna pop a Red Bull now. Return my taste buds back to normal. <laughs> How fun was that though? Like you just that was really fun. I was like, "What is this?" It's when you're. It's like one of those things when you like deprive one of your senses and you have just no idea what you're eating, and it could be something that you eat all the time. Yeah, and it also just like heightens your other senses because mm-hmm. you're just like, "What is this? Like, what, what is this?" Yeah, yeah. There's like this experience that I always see in um, in Perth that you can do called dining in the dark. 
Yeah. And I've always wanted to do it, except my partner never do- doesn't want to do it. And I'm like, well, I'll do it with you. Let's go. Would you actually? Yes, 100%. <gasps> I think it would be so much fun. It would be so fun, yeah. I feel like, you know, taking my, like, my senses away and just letting, like, the food speak on its own would just be incredible. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like when you, especially when you eat, when you look at it, that's why they go so hard on presentation and things like that. Because you eat with your eyes. Yeah, exactly. And if it looks beautiful and it smells beautiful, then you have that, like conditioning or that preconceived notion in your head that it's going to taste amazing as well so you would taste amazing too probably <laughs> <laughs> we went there we went there um, we went there uh so today we're talking about consent mm-hmm. speaking of blindfolding and dining in the dark mm-hmm. um consent is something that i feel needs to always be talked about yeah so you will always catch me doing it on consent because it's just something that people even if they are very aware of consent, it's something that you can always teach other people and you mm-hmm. can always apply it to like your daily life. It's not just about sex. Consent is just like applicable in every aspect of your life. 100%. Every time you interact with another person, yeah. consent comes into play. Exactly. And so I wanted to do another episode on consent and have your take on it because I remember not too long ago you had a really cool acronym that we'll get into for mm-hmm. consent. Yep. And I thought, what better time to do that than now? Than now, than here and now. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, if you haven't before, we have an episode called Consent is Sexy. Um, one of my favorite apps mm, because... Same. Oh, thank you. <laughs> because I actually took my mics out to Hedo and I asked everyone else what their oh, consent cool. yeah. was. Mm-hmm. And, like, the coolest thing about that was that everybody said that consent has to be an enthusiastic yes. Yeah. Like, every – like, almost every single person that I had interviewed and that you can hear in that episode, they are just like, it has to be a fuck yes. It has to be, like, enthusiastic. It can't just be, like, a yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah, like, Mm. no, it has to be, like, an enthusiastic, like – Yes, I want to do this. Get it in me now. Like, yeah, if it's not that, it. then it's a no. Yeah. Like, anything other than an, an enthusiastic yes is a no. Yeah. And I love that so many people within that community are so aware of consent mm-hmm. because it's such a big part of being at sex parties and feeling safe is consent. And I yeah. have felt more violated out in public than oh, I have yeah. ever at a sex party because people don't understand general consent in the day-to-day world yeah they just they don't understand it i think a lot of people don't realize that comes into play a lot more than we think it does like as a society right because it's like i look at it from a society standpoint and maybe it's just me being like i see the best in everyone but it's also like some people are just unaware like they're just they're not willfully ignorant they just are ignorant of the fact that someone else's personal space is their personal space And it also changes, like, culturally as well. So, like, in Western cultures, like, personal space bubble is generally bigger than those who come from, like, Asian cultures because they're very used to being very close to each other and, like, it's a lot more normal for, like, taking up literally physical space. But then it's, like, people also are just, like, oh, especially when you go out and you get drunk and guys are just, like, well, I'm going to smack her ass as she walks across the dance floor. Like, the amount of times that I've just turned around and backhanded someone... Because I'm just like, how dare you? Exactly. It's so fucking frustrating. I'm just like, okay, I understand that you think that I look hot or you think I look good or whatever it is. 
you didn't have my permission to touch me. Yeah. And like some people think that, you know, just because a sex worker is, you know, out there and they're doing their thing, especially strippers, that you can grab them. Yep. Which is a whole other topic we'll we'll delve into um, in a a little bit. Sorry, Mm -hmm. a little sick still. Uh, But first, let's get to what the acronyms I mentioned just before. Mm. Um, If you could give me like a little bit of an explanation on what they were and how that is applicable. Yeah. Well, basically, I kind of live by and also do my paid dom work, my professional dom work by the three C's, which is consent, comfort and communication. So Consent, comfort, communication. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone in the situation consents to whatever is happening in the situation. Everyone's comfort is paramount, even in a dom situation where I'm making people uncomfortable. They're comfortable with being uncomfortable. Does that make sense? So it's like what is happening to them they consent to. They're comfortable with it. It's not pushing their boundaries. And then communication, just making sure that people are using their safe words or telling you how they feel and just letting you know what's okay, what's not okay. And I think it comes really beautifully into like normal life, day-to-day life as well. It's like making sure that <clears throat> it, with sex in general, like everyone consents to it. Everyone's comfortable in the situation. No one feels awkward. No one feels like they're forced to being like forced to do anything that they don't want to do. Yeah. And then communication because I don't know. I like hearing that other people are enjoying themselves and they like what's happening because it's like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. And, well? that, and that makes no sense to me to gain pleasure from doing something that someone doesn't want to do. Yeah. Like that's very selfish yeah. and very like narcissistic, but we could go on a whole episode about narcissism. I swear. Right. I see it in the, in the Dom community sometimes as well, like on Twitter where Doms, especially female Doms will be like, Oh, I don't care about my subs boundaries. I push them all the time and they love me for it. I'm like, that is a human being. Yes. They're a sub. Yes. They're a slave. Yes. They're okay with you calling them a loser, a bitch, pathetic, like whatever it is, if they're into degradation. That's still a human being at the end of the day. Yeah. And everyone's boundaries should be respected. 100%. 100%. I hate stuff like that. That gives me the ick, like straight up. I'm just like, and I'm not following you anymore because I don't support this. Goodbye. One of the great things about what you your acronyms were, the last one was communication. Mm. Because you could be doing something with someone. And this doesn't even have to be as drastic as two strangers hooking up. You could be doing this with your partner of like 10 years. Mm -hmm. If you guys are trying something new and it's just not going the way you want it to go or it's just not feeling right, being able to communicate that to your partner and them having that boundary of consent to say like, hey, we started this. This is someone I'm clearly constantly intimate with, Mm -hmm. but they don't want to continue. I'm going to stop. Yeah. Because consent doesn't happen just between two strangers or two people hooking up, it is like a constant thing between two people regardless of the relationship status. Mm -hmm. Um, And it can can be revoked at any time. You might be like, oh, I wanted this and now we're in the heat of it and I don't want it anymore. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is totally fine. That is totally okay. Have you ever watched that tea (laughs) consent video? Yes, I love that tea consent video. It's so so cute. I showed uh, my partner that the other day 
And it's so cute because you actually did make me tea today. <laughs> um, the One of the parts in that video is that there's a person, they're like, if someone wanted tea and then they were like all for it and then they fell asleep, you're not going to just continue making the tea and forcing it down their throat. Yeah. Because sometimes people change their mind. Mm-hmm. And... <coughs> And also the way that that video portrayed consent was great because there was also a scene where they said that if someone like falls asleep while they're drinking tea, you don't just keep giving them tea. Yeah. Which happens a lot. And I feel like that's a really big gray area that happens. You see it quite on the news between court cases of Mm -hmm. consent and rape. It's, you know, a lot of the times people are like, oh, we just, we started and they fell asleep. But it's like, okay, well, they, they're clearly stopped being conscious. You need to stop doing yeah, what you're also, doing. Yeah, also, who, who finds a sleeping person sexy? Uh, that's your, that's your area of expertise. <laughs> like, I will definitely be hitting you up for this, like, whole sleeping beauty fetish. Oh, yeah, true. But I'm just like, if, in that kind of situation. I just that's what it was called. Well, Pretty I don't sure know. I, I don't know if it is. There is so much about BDSM that I don't know, even though I've been doing this for several years. I'm There's like, so many this. things that we'll never know. We're always learning human beings. Right? Yeah, I love that. Uh, so speaking of like learning, mm. um, uh, Ubi Stimes, like is the author that wrote that sex yeah. book for kids. Absolutely love her. She, um, she's so brave to have put this out there. And you know, the funniest thing is that like her book was on shelves for months but it's just that one person put it on TikTok and then she started getting abuse. Like, she's getting, like, the most horrible comments at her. Like, people saying, like, they're going to come to her house and, like, beat the shit out of her. Like, okay, it's then just don't buy the book. Like, it's ridiculous. why yeah. are you so hard-pressed? If you, like, she's not changing the – like, she's not raping children. Yeah, no, she's not grooming children either. Yeah, exactly. Which but it's like, like people will take their kids to, like, the Barbie movie, for example. People literally took their kids to that movie and I was like, there is so much – sexual innuendo in this movie that movie was not for kids no it wasn't but they're like oh it's barbie it's and i was like okay so you're not okay with a sex education book being in a store where you don't actually have to give it to your child you don't have to give it to your child you don't even have to walk down that aisle with your child but you're gonna take them to an adult movie or you're gonna let them watch movies with sexual innuendo in it because people are like oh they don't understand i'm like kids do understand they may not understand it in a big real world sense, but they pick up on it. Yeah, of course. And so it's like, what? So you're going to let your kids watch that, but then you're not actually going to teach them proper sex. Yeah. Like sexual interaction and same safe lipstick, sex. different shade. Pardon? Same, same lipstick, different shade. Have you ever heard that? It's no, like the same thing, just done differently. And yeah. People are like, okay, with some of it, and some people are done with it. Yeah, I like you know, that. Um, one of the things in her book. That I really, really loved that I haven't actually ever heard of, which is why I love doing like reaps of consent, is that getting a no in consent is actually a really powerful thing because yeah. you've built a relationship with someone that they actually feel comfortable enough to say no to you. Mm-hmm. And that can just not be no. Like, like people need to detach the fact that no is a personal attack on you. Yeah. That could... Like, there have been times where I've been really into a person, you know, the opportunities there, but it's just not what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And it's good to know that, you know, someone would feel comfortable enough to say no to me. 
and I'm not going to react badly because I think as a woman, that's something that we've had to face quite a lot is that we're just worry. We worry about saying no. Yeah. We're not. It's like from a society standpoint, it's not okay for women to say no. Yeah. It's just like, you just accept whatever you're given. It's like, you know, I know so many women and femme presenting people who just apologize for everything. Or like there's this subconscious like need to apologize for our existence or like taking up space or voicing our opinion or saying no or revoking consent or whatever it is. And it's like, no, you're a human being and you have rights as a human being to your own safe space, your personal space, your health, your safety, all that kind of stuff. I said safety three times because it's so important, (laughs) but you know what I mean? Yeah. Mental health, physical health, sexual health, like you have right to all of it. And I think when you don't give a person the option to say no, they feel forced to say yes. Like it's easier. And I'm not sure if you've had this experience. I hate to say that I've had this experience, but it's, there've definitely been times where it's, I would, I've just taken the bullet almost and just been like, fuck it. Let's just, yes. Then having to have that argument and to deal with the no, because the no is not just like a, no, it's like, it's like, oh, come on, let's just do it. That's like, literally what on. my ex like, would do to me. Yeah. And like, it's not nice. Like, it's, it's not the- fun. Cause it's like, I've told you no, no is a complete sentence. Like literally just that word on its own. Just no saying, period. No period. Done. I don't need to explain to you why I don't need to give you a reason. I shouldn't have to give you a reason. You should just be like, okay, exactly. no worries. Because like people just take it personally. Like you said, they're like, oh, it's an attack on me. I'm like, oh, it's not. And it yeah. has nothing to do with you. And like, it's not even just, sometimes you can have everything that you mentally think you want to say yes yeah, and still feel no. And the other person might feel really hurt about it, but it's nothing on them. And mm-hmm. you have to be able to explain it to them because that's the other thing is because when people, and I've, I've obviously been guilty of this because I've never really known so much about consent till very recently, but in the past, when I said no, I should have said no. And if they were trying again to say no and actually explain, hey, if I say no, it's a no. Not yeah. just trying to be that polite girl in society that everyone wants you to be. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, like tiptoeing around, like, no, try not to hurt like this male ego. And I hate to say that it's a male ego, but it's if history has proven itself, it's usually on the side of this. Yeah. Is that you always just want to make sure that they're okay for some reason, for some reason. Yeah, we're, like, we're always putting other people's exactly. feelings before our own. And it's like, well, not just the Pisces end, thing, not just the Pisces <laughs> thing, but it's like, yeah. If you are always putting other people's feelings before your own, you don't allow yourself to have that space to say no. And if someone else is not giving you a safe space to say no, it makes it so hard. And it's like, I've been in those situations where you're just like, oh, fine, whatever, shut up. Like, will this shut you up? Because stop asking and you just do it. And like you said, you just bite the bullet, you just do it. And it's so fucked. Yeah. And looking back on it now, I just, I hate that I just like complied and I was just like, oh, fuck it. Like, but that's just like the society we live in. Like, and it sucks because. That's why this podcast exists. Oh, we try. We're changing (laughs) the world, people. One little less listener at a time. Yeah. No, but like, I mean, I had this conversation with someone recently and I actually had to, like, I had this conversation um, and I could tell that the more detail I gave was making the person feel uncomfortable. 
Mm-hmm. So I kind of, because this person was a male, mm-hmm. and we were talking about consent, and he was asking me about my past experiences because obviously, as a male, like he's been quite sheltered from that, mm-hmm. which is like fantastic, like great. I don't want to wish this experience on anyone. Yeah. But he didn't understand it, and so when I tried to explain it, I could see how uncomfortable he was feeling. But it's no water off my back because yeah. I'm just so used to it. Mm-hmm. And I kind of sheltered the details because I was like, fuck, man, this is actually really heavy stuff. Like, yeah. We've got a school bus pulling up outside. Uh, welcome to our after school care kids. Come <laughs> on about sex. Come oh, my God. How crazy. Kids. Like, we're just talking about sex here and all these kids are, like getting off the bus. Like, they're come like, in here. Like, they're all like, yay, we're so cute and innocent. We're like sex. <laughs> <laughs> so I tried to shelter so many details of my past consent experiences because I could see how uncomfortable it was making my friend feel. And I could still make my point without having to go deep into the details. Yeah. And it sucks because I feel like what I've experienced is maybe a fraction of what others have experienced and maybe even more than other people have. Like some people have experienced none and some people have experienced a lot. Mm -hmm. And the scale of that doesn't matter because when you look back, you're just like, fuck, I really could have done something different then yeah but then what you can do now is that you can just talk about it like i'm not looking to go and you know charge all these guys that have been pushy with me in the past like no like what's what's that gonna do yeah all i can do now is i can help other people and educate other people to maybe make sure that they don't have those experiences and i'm very lucky in the position i'm in now where i haven't had to really experience the whole no and being pushed when I didn't want to. Yeah. Although I kind of would, not that I would want this experience, but I'd (laughs) like to just have another go of saying no. Like I would love, like the old me would love to be able to have someone be like firm, no, and get the fuck out. Not Mm -hmm. just being a bit of a pushover, which is like a little bit of my personality. But I think, like I said, it's a very female thing to want to be accommodating and not hurt the other person. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. I just, I I think people get really scared to say no. And then when they do, it's like, oh fuck, what do you do from here? Yeah. Yeah, I get that. And I think the biggest thing that helped me say no in my personal life anyway, was definitely, that was a quote. Like what I said before, like no is a complete sentence. It's a quote that I saw one day. And I was just like, fuck, like it really hit me. Yeah. On like a soul level. I was like, why am I explaining myself to all these people who actually don't care? Because the people that do care are just going to be like, okay, cool. Or they're going to have a conversation with you about why you don't want to do it. Not push you, but just inquire into your feelings. Like, don't be scared of the word no. Like, take that as an opportunity to make yourself better, to read the situation and to anyone out there who is going to find themselves in a situation like this. When you do say no, say it with confidence. Know that you can say no. You're not, a, no one, God forbid, is holding a gun to your head, but yeah. you can say no. Like there is nothing worth saying yes to just because you have to. Yeah. Like we're in a stage, we're in a, what, what's, what's, what era? We're in like a confident no girl era. Like if you want to say no, you say no. Yeah. No girl At, summer. 
No girl summer. Like it's not even just about sex. Like it can just be like, you know, you've got a friend who maybe wants to hook up and like, he's sometimes a bit too huggy with you when you are out. Like, yeah. And if you don't want him to hug you, just say like, Hey man, like, can you stop? stop? And you know what? I'm like a big stickler for this. Like when I go to some parties, I have very fuck off body language. Oh, I love that. Like my arms are crossed. And, and like, I have like friends who have like boyfriends and like their friends who like know me, but like, I don't feel comfortable to hug them. And like, I'll keep my arms crossed Mm. and they'll still come and like, give me a side hug, which I'm not going to call them out on because it's, you know, but that's still a situation that I could be like, Hey, you need, if you want to give someone a hug that you're not usually giving someone hugs to ask them yeah or you just like you can ask them body like with body language like i do that where i'll just like you know at work perfect example like at the bar that i work at in my day job it's like i remember there was one night where one of the other staff members was going through something really horrible and so that these two yeah so this like other bartender that I was working with she was going through something horrible and she was talking to one of the managers about it and I could just see that she was really distraught and so I just went up to her and I just gave her a hug but it's like you read the body language and you also know the person like I've hugged her before yeah she's a very um what do I want to say like physical touch oriented person yeah so it's like I didn't ask her in that situation but it's like you read someone's body language if you can. Yeah. And, and if she had told you like, hey, like, I just don't want to be touched right now. Like you would have been like, you would have been like, no, I've hugged you before. Like, come here. Like, no, you would have been like, okay, cool. That's all yeah. good. Like, don't worry. Like, it's not on you. It's mm-hmm. just like at the time she's just like, you know, do- doesn't want to be. Yeah. And some people touched. are just uncomfortable with personal space being taken up like that. They're un- uncomfortable with being touched and things like that. So it's like you can can ask someone verbally you can open your arms if we're talking about hugs for example and be like mm? yeah. you want a hug you want a hug I want a hug but it's like some people like going back to the bar thing like because it's such a beautiful example it's like one of the guys at work will only ever hug me like sideways like one arm like shoulder yeah. to shoulder he'll never hug me like full frontal full frontal embrace <laughs> <laughs> i love that full frontal hug full frontal hugs and I just think that's really sweet because it's just like being like he's acknowledging that, that we don't have that, that relationship. relationship. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, like we've said, like consent is not just like communicating. It's body language. It's the enthusiastic. Yes. It's that if someone says no, all of a sudden it's a stop. Yeah. And that's 100%. Just not just between relationships. It can be friends, coworkers, fucking hope not strangers. But I mean, you know, I think if you are in that situation, you need to be able to recognize that you are able to say no you are able to say yes you're allowed to change your mind Mm -hmm. like if you're like if you're hugging me and all of a sudden i'm like okay this is like enough of a hug you shouldn't take that as an offense like i'm not offending you i'm just saying like hey i'm just done i'm done yeah i don't need to be hugged anymore i'm good thank you yeah um you know i really liked enjoyed talking about consent with you because i feel like consent is something that we always just need to keep coming back to 100 percent. keep talking about it you know, finding new angles, finding new points. And like mm-hmm. today we really hard, hard honed, 
Honed. Honed. Yeah. Honed in. Hoed. We hoed in on this. <laughs> we hoed in on this. Uh, we honed in on the fact that no is just as important part and how no even in relationships is really really important yeah like saying no to something you're technically saying yes to something else so it's like by saying no to a situation that you're not comfortable in you're saying yes to yourself yeah and your own personal safety yeah so you can look at it like that as well just putting yourself first and I mean, look, I don't really have like, we don't really have, we can't really have like a fun, ooh, whore story relating to consent, but we will finish it off with the fact that like, I'm, I, I have not tried anal yet. And like, mm. it's just not something that like, I'm like jumping for joy to try. Not that I'm like, not like <laughs> avoiding it either, but it's just like, you know, it's not on the top of my 20 list of sex things that I want to achieve right yeah, now. It's not on your bucket list of right? sex things. Um, but the other day I was with. We, we were having fun, whatever, you know, what to call it. And then all of a sudden, the most random fucking shit, right? He's just like, do you want to do anal? I'm like, what the fuck? You're like, babe, what? Like, we don't do anything like that. We've never even talked about it. It's like 4 a.m. Like, Wait, know, what day was this? I think it was just like an after a night out. Because I was like, there must be something in the air or the moon or something because Drama Boy was doing the exact same like, I'm thing. Sorry. I mean, I'm open to it. I'm like, I've never actually really done it to myself. Like, you know, I've never experienced it. Done it to other people. Oh. Pegging, that's a whole nother episode. Oh, I'd love to do pegging as an episode. Yes. Oh, please. Fantasy. But anyways, <laughs> like, like, you know, my partner was just like, do you want to do anyone? And I was like, no. No. no like i just looked at him more confused <laughs> the fact that he asked and then i went back to, i was like wait do you actually want to he's like no no, no i just asked you I just start, but I'm then just what checking. if i said yes like what <laughs> if i said yes but in defense my no came from more concern that i have you need to prep for anal from what i've heard 100 and it's not the time after at 4 a.m after you've eaten kebab Oh my god, no. Yeah, that no. is dangerous. And with that, we'll end the consent episode. <laughs> it has been lovely talking to you, and we'll see you next time. Bye.